and welcome to episode 117 of The Scattershot. 117. There's a 1, there's a 1, there's a 7 that follows it, makes 117, or 11-7, or 7-11. 7-11. You don't see them anymore, do you? You don't. There you go. Thank you for listening to... Uh, <laughs> uh, my name is Alan Porter. I'm Colin Briscoe. And uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. It is a joy to have you listening to us coming in your ears. Uh, we are... What a start. <laughs> we, we've uh, we've we just had... lost 2,000 viewers. <laughs> <laughs> we, have, uh, we, had, we had a bumper episode last week. Um, thank you for uh, listening to that. We broke our golden rule. Always leave them wanting less. Yeah, yeah we gave you more. <laughs> we fucked it. We fucked it. Um, but we fucked you in your eardrums. <laughs> Think of the legal fees. Oh yeah. Um, so uh, we have a truly scattershot uh, episode. Lots of stunning, stunning audio entertainment <laughs> coming your way. I can't even say the word entertainment. I'm so excited. That'd be a bottle of wine, out of there. <laughs> a bottle of wine, wine and, and a bottle of London, London Pride. Pride. Lovely. And some vape. Lovely. Um, I'm going to kick off events. Um, today, fresh before the second minute of the podcast. No embarrassing stories okay. this week. Uh, oh, I have got one actually. Have you got one? It. Yeah. Ooh. Well, because uh, I, ca- I came back off my uh, my hiatus from my uh, sabbatical, semi-retirement. Yes, my three months <laughs> off work, semi-retirement. They they put a guy on with me, a day lad, to, to work with me. Just a so, gay lad, a day lad. <laughs> Somebody works during the day. <laughs> <laughs> what, I mean, uh, it's really specific. I'd love, to, love to see the agency advert for that required gay lad for Skype host. <laughs> Be like, wait, of course. <laughs> and he'd never seen, he'd never, he'd heard. Right, I, my job, I do very quick. And it normally, it, it, when I'm off, it takes two people to do my job. But I'm just, I've been doing a job 10 years. I'm being a forklifter one. It's like me and it's like me and Rip playing Alien. Can yeah. you work this thing? Yeah, and it's that's me on the forklift, right? I am one with the forklift, right? And I just I just like, I am one with the forklift. Did you do a podcast title? Straight away, straight away. <laughs> so this guy, he, he said, "What do you want me to do? Do you want me to jump on the forklift?" I said, "No." I said, "Just." Just stay out my way, open the curtains of the vehicles and stuff, and I'll, I will, I'll load it all up, and you just you help me like that. Just bring the vehicles in, and I'll just load it. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> you want to hear jump at the falling? What, are we sharing needles now? <laughs> Fuck off. You gay lord. So, so uh, he's, he's just like, do, you know, bringing the lorries in, and I'm zooming in and out, picking all the kegs, and it was a massive, massive load of work on, right? And I'd done it, like, super quick. Absolutely super quick. Model employee. It was not, not a model, it was just really quick. Right? <laughs> I'm sure they would like Dropped me everything, to stole I'm everything. sure they would like me to do my full hours and take my time, right? But I'm rushing to just get Doug's job yeah. and knock, right? So I've got I've got it done, I've put a pallet on at the end and he's standing, I put this pallet on the end of the end of the lorry and I said to him, What's got two thumbs and he's a fucking god? Yeah. And he went, I don't know. And I went, and this guy like this yeah. with the two thumbs, yeah. right? But I had the forklift still in forward. So <laughs> I just said, I went to reverse off. And he went, from the forks through the pallet of beer. Just fucking demolished the whole pallet of bones. Oh, oh, what a dick. Like, oh, he went, oh my 
my god, that absolutely spit us off out. He's got two thumbs and he's on the doll. Just straight through it. Like, oh, mate. He was like, he went, you fucking idiot. Half hour we had to clear all that shit up. So, yes, I won't be cocky at work anymore. Oh, my God. Anyway, sorry, Warcraft. <laughs> What's got two thumbs and a C Warcraft? <laughs> this <Cut>. guy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, Warcraft. It is a film. Yes. It is a film that I have seen. Yes, good. Uh, it is directed by Mr. Duncan Jones. Yes. Zowie Bowie. Zowie uh, of um, Moon, Moon fame yeah, and yeah. also the Source Code, mm-hmm. which I like. I, I've got a little bit of time for Source Code. I, I, yeah, I like it good. more than I... Did when I watched it, it's it sits better with me now. Well, I might have to watch it again. Actually, I've not seen it twice. Oh, but have you I, not? I, I, okay. The more I think about it, oh, you know, I quite like it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, it, it's not a truly original premise, but I, I, it I, works. It works. I, I quite like it. I, I will watch it again. Yeah, yeah. At some point. Uh, but Warcraft is is a long ingestation uh, adaptation of the video game World yes. of Warcraft. Now, as we know, um, World of Warcraft being the uh, most popular online video game of all time mm-hmm. um, I myself spent five long years in said world <laughs> of Worldcraft um, oh you sound like you miss it Alan I do miss it oh, Colin I you do I do miss it I, <laughs> uh, and this did in no way help my uh, oh, okay. my, my uh, like uh, withdrawal symptoms of it <laughs> because it, it, it perfectly recreates a lot of the uh, environments of, of, right, of, of okay. the game so I'm watching it, and uh, I I see uh, you know I see Stormwind and I see Ironforge, and if you've not played the game, these these terms mean nothing to yeah. you. But for most of the people who play it, play it for a very long time, and you, you you learn to understand and know where these environments are, just like when you um like when you play any game, you you get to learn the geography of it. But when you spend five years in it, I mean, some people don't even live in a house that long. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's like it's like I I know every little bit of Stormwind. Yeah. I, I've spent so much time in there, I can I know every little nook and cranny. Just like if um if say you were abducted, yeah? Yeah. Which let's face it, is not a, not not that much of an outside possibility it's for still you. Still gonna happen. <laughs> but but if 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 some some geezers were to bundle you in the back of the van, put a hood over your head, uh, and then dump you in I don't know fucking Imes Park happened to me last Thursday <laughs> they say a bunch of pikeys are abducted and hit you with sticks like unlucky Rob um, then you um, <laughs> and dump, they go do you know what I'm going to dump him in Imes Park you, you'd know you go right I know where I am I'm going home <coughs> yeah something like that if, if you if you were to dump me in like Iron Forge I'd know exactly where to go right okay that sort job. of thing I've spent so much time there it's, it's familiar to me yeah so when I see these things on the big screen um with real people in them and, and shit going on, it's a little shiver up the spine. It's like, ooh, yeah, ooh okay. that, and they've nailed it. So they've done a good job with they've that. They've done a good job on that. It, it feels like you're in Azeroth, which yeah. is the world. Um, so the film starts with um, the, the what is known as the Horde. Yeah, right. Um, which is like effectively the baddies, the orcs. But yeah, the orcs effectively. I mean, if when you play the game, and I'll switch between game and film with this, but when you play the game, you can choose whether you're horde or alliance, which is goodies or baddies. Effectively, are the goodies humans? 
humans and uh, dwarves okay. and some others as well. It's been a very long time. I'm not okay. going to tend to. Uh, I'm not going to guess to say where they are. And then the other side, you got uh, like orcs and or like the the, the orc analog, if you will, um, and uh, like night elves and stuff like that. Um, I'm sure I'm getting some of this wrong, but it's been a very long time since I played the game. I don't want to dive too far into it lest I reopen my subscription. Um, but the, the film starts with a load of orcs, and, and they're, they're going through like a war party sort of thing. And they're, they're going, like, right, we've got to get through this portal sort of thing. There's like a big glowy green portal. Again, yeah. that's in the game as well. Um, and there's one particular like orc thing that's um, had a baby. Mm-hmm. And you can see that he is a bit more human. Or has some has some human traits, if right. you will, um, that you wouldn't necessarily expect from like a war banding bunch of green bastards. Yeah, right. and they are massive. They're all bulky and muscly, and they're covered in spikes and like horns and shit. They look mean, uh, but he he's got a, a real human sense to him. Okay. Yeah, you can see yeah. that not so much gentle, but like thoughtful. Right. Okay. Aspect to it. It's like there's a paternal instinct there. Um, and that they're all sort of uh, joining together, like in a war party, to get through this portal to invade Azeroth, to get through to the other side, to because their world is dying. Yeah. So they need to get through to the fresh green <coughs> land of Azeroth, which is a very it's like Earth basically. Right. Yeah. So they want to conquer it. They, they want to conquer it, and everywhere they go, that and they're, they're driven by a thing called the Fell, which is like a, an evil force. Uh, and everywhere they go, they just tear it to shreds and burn it and it's just like yeah well this is what we do they're basically a virus right okay yeah and their world is fucked so they need to get out of there and get into here to destroy this as well just by existing because that's what they do right. yeah um, on the flip side of this you've got the king uh, uh, of Azeroth who um, lives in Stormwind and he's played by Dominic Cooper okay who we know from Preacher yep um, and Iron he- Man's dead Iron Man's dead, exactly, <laughs> and he's he's uh, he's uh, helped by a friend of Scattershot, Ben Foster. Oh, nice! I didn't know he was in it. Yeah, this this film has a really good cast. All right. uh, by uh, Travis Fimmel, uh, who plays uh, a character called uh, Anduin Lothar, and he, he he's kind of the main character almost yeah. in this film, uh, and he's from the TV show Vikings. Oh right, I've never seen it. Yeah. Um, I don't. I mean, I've never seen it, no. but he's very good in it. Okay. Um, also, in this film, we have uh, Paula Patton, who plays a, a kind of half-breed orc person yeah. who's uh, who's captured by the humans, um, but she can understand them and she can understand the orcs as well. So she kind of comes on board as a as a translator almost. Um, but she doesn't trust them. But they're really like all, all the human characters. All act in a in a uh, all behave in a very uh, uniform way. Right. There's no, none of them are like, "Oh fuck you all," because I don't want nothing to do. They're all like, "Do you know what? We're good. We're going to help you." Yeah, yeah. And it it really simplifies the story. Um, and, and I'll get on to why that's important in a second. Uh, you've got Toby Kebble oh, right. here, who yeah. plays the the main orc character. I keep saying orc, but they're not really. But that's how we can imagine them. Yeah. Um, They're all CGI'd, yeah, the Orcs? They are, and I must say, 
they are superb. Really? Yeah. There's a scene at the start of this where um, Toby Kebble and his missus are, are like with their baby and stuff, and they're just larking about a little bit. And of course, they're just massive orc things. Yeah. Um, and it's it's superb. Flawless. The, the motion capture. I wouldn't say flawless, but the motion capture is excellent. Yeah, yeah. The character design is very distinct to the game. Right. Okay. Um, the game the game has a very simplified look, but it. All they've done is they've just not been too elaborate yeah. on it, and it make it makes it a bit more real, which is a good thing. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so Toby Kebbell's excellent in this. Um, you've got Clancy Brown oh, right. as okay. a Black Hand, who's like the main uh, orc leader guy. Um, you know, uh, Ruth Neger. Uh, yeah, it's got a cast. Uh, rocks up. You've got uh, just just a ton of people. I would say my favourite person in this, though, is um, a guy called... Uh, it's, it's a character called Kadja, uh, uh, played by Ben... And I'm going to absolutely fuck his name up here, but it's uh, Shetnzdna. Hmm. Yeah? Yeah. I, I've ruined his name completely. But he's excellent in this. He plays a young, uh, like, mage character uh, who's kind of like an apprentice to Ben Foster. Right. Um, but he's excellent in this. Really plays a sort of um, he plays it with a kind of naivety, like I've got ability, but I don't want to go with the old ways, sort right, of thing. Okay, yeah, um, the new guard, yeah. So that's kind of the cast of this, and the whole story is that all of the orc things are coming through the portal to capture the earth, yeah, yeah. The humans want to stop that, obviously, but they're not they can't do it because the orcs are too strong, there's fucking millions of them. And they're big and bigger and stronger and better than they are. Right. So they need help. So you've got this other orc guy played by um, Toby Kebbell, who's willing to form an alliance with the humans to help out. Right. Okay. Because he, he don't want nothing to do with it. Because he's a family orc. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. And the the, the the sort of three stories go from there. Sound, you know, it sounds wanky. And when you when when you sit there and you think, okay, well, it's 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 a video game film. Yeah. Forget that. This is a really solid fantasy flick. Is it? Even if you say you don't know anything, you about don't need to know anything okay. about the game. The, cool. Having knowledge about the game gives you the little things that you're like, oh fuck, yeah, the that. little buzzes, the little buzzes, yeah. like like you see uh, like flying mounts, you see griffins and stuff like that. You oh fuck, that, that's perfect. Yeah, and uh, like the spells and stuff are exactly the same. And there's like little noises, like there's a in the game, there's a really shit like enemy called a murloc. It's basically like a weird crab beast thing that's always around the edges of water. Right, and they got this picture like, a bit of XP. <laughs> Sort of noise, <laughs> and at the very start of the film, like it's like a little flyover, and there's a murloc comes out of the thing, goes, Meh, and does the exact noise, like wicked. And there's a bit where a character levels up, and they get the whole like the ding noise as well. Really? Yeah. No. Yeah, where well, like a character has like a moment of realization, and like, oh, I see, uh, right. like realizes, that, oh shit, I can do this, and then like, right. and do a thing, and like the the like the energy that summons around them, oh, so like okay. a mage thing. Right. Comes out and it does the whole the the, the I see what is commonly known as a ding, yeah. Where you level up, and I was just like, "Fuck yeah!" And I so there's a lot of love going into this, yeah, through the game. Yeah, totally. It, it, it it's not overbearing. It is fan service, but not for fan service's sake. It doesn't um, it doesn't take you out of the film if you've not seen it. I know that you haven't played the game at all. You no, have absolutely no idea about what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, 
but I think you will really enjoy this. No, I'll have to watch it definitely. I, it, I'm, I'm being flirting with it. I went to my mum and dad's. It's on Sky, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was at my mum and dad's last weekend, and uh, they, they, they we were flirting around. And I was sort of turned it on for a minute, and they were like, "What's this?" And I was like, oh, I can't want to watch this. Because the beginning, like I saw the beginning of them going through the portal with the baby and that. And I yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I can get on board with this, actually, even if I haven't played the game. But uh, I'll, 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 I'll watch this. You have, you, there is absolutely no requirement to know anything about the game whatsoever. There's two questions. One, is there going to be... Uh, a, 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 is it going to carry on? And two, does this film finish? Uh, yes and yes. Right. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay, okay, I'm it will absolutely carry on. Uh, it will absolutely be a sequel to this. It made big money in China. It so, massive bizarrely. money. Well, it's the, it's the biggest thing in China. Oh, I see. World of Warcraft right. is absolutely huge. And I right. think it was paid with a, a fair degree of Chinese money. Right, okay. Um, yen. But, yen, yeah. Well, it's dollar. Is it dollar? Yeah, Hong Kong, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it, it will absolutely be played. Uh, it, it played fantastically well. They will completely carry the story on. They'd be fucking stupid not to, because it made all the money in the world. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's done in such a way that it, the it, film, the film itself, is entirely the film wraps up. Lovely. Okay. Cool. Uh, but it will, it will very easily carry on. How long is it? Uh, good question. Couple of hours. Okay. Cool. Nothing style. It's not like three hours long. Okay. Um, it, it it has a really good pace to it. That was Does the it? thing. That was the thing that I really enjoyed. It, it establishes the characters fairly early. And it gets a little bit overbearing. You're like, mm, I'm not sure. But all of the character design is so distinct that you know that Ben Foster is a different character to, um, yeah. like, Cadger, and you know that the X person is different to Y. Um, all of the Orc characters have got a very distinct look as well, so it's it, it's not e- it's not easy to get them muddled up. Yeah. Okay. Um, and after about halfway, it f- it, it goes along a right old lick. It's I a loads of action. Loads of action. Uh, loads of interlocking stuff. I think this is a really cracking film, Colin. Oh, okay, cool. I'm, I'm up for this now. I'm well up for this. I might yeah. even try and watch it tonight if I if I get home. Yeah, <laughs> if you ever get home. Uh, I, I fully recommend it. I think it is a, a really good fantasy flick. Colin, right. yeah. I'm a bold. Yeah. So, and that in mind, um, what's your score out of ten? Eight. All oh, right. Okay. Cool. Yeah, That's good. A good eight as good. well. Yeah. And uh, your two word review. Um, well travelled. Okay, cool. Nice. I like yeah. it. So that is uh, World of Warcraft. Well, now on uh, Sky and Virgin. It's uh, it's on general release on there. So if you on your television, if you've got such a movie package. But it's also available on Blu-ray and uh, DVD. Uh, maybe not DVD. Um, <laughs> I would I would say that, um, <clears throat> you know, obviously get a Blu-ray. But if, you, if, it's, if you've got Sky, just catch it on there. Yeah. It is a cracking little film. Yeah, yeah. Lovely. Fully recommended. That is Warcraft The Beginning, which is kind of an insinuation that they're going <laughs> to... going to do more. Yeah, it was originally called Warcraft, and then it did really good business, and they changed the name to Oh, Warcraft really? The okay, there you go. Yeah. Lovely. Warcraft, colon, The Beginning. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, Colin, you have seen something... I have seen ...which it. is a true-to-life Yes, I've seen story. the third... I've seen Patriot's Day. Right. Which stars... Harrison Ford and Sean Bean. <laughs> oh no, sorry, that's Patriot Games. Patriot Games. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yes, Patriot Day. It's <laughs> the it's the third collaboration between Donnie Wahlberg, no Mark Wahlberg, <laughs> and the Funky Bunch. <laughs> How you guys between, doing? Doing good. Between Mark Wahlberg and uh, Peter Berg. Yeah. Uh, their, their first two Peter, collaborations Peter, being Iceberg's uh, sister. <laughs> their two collaborations. The previous two collaborations being. 
Peter Berg and uh, yep, the, Marky Mark. Uh, uh, the uh, film on the rig. Yes, the one you loved. The one I loved, uh, which I can't remember the name uh, of. They Day, Day Horizon. See, how can I forget? How can you forget it? I've seen it a million it's, times, yeah. apparently. And uh, Peter Berg and uh, thingy. Come on. It's... Want a clue? Yes. Ben Foster? Uh, oh, uh, the thing with him falling down the hill. Lone Survivor. Lone Survivor. Yeah, it's, it's the third. Is that the only ones? The, it's the third film. Yep, yep, the oh, third oh, one. Do you know what? The I, trilogy. <laughs> the holy trilogy. <laughs> uh, I, I thought there might be more. Yeah, no, it's, the, it's definitely the third one. I think. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's the third one. Okay. Sure it is. I read that anyway, somewhere. Anyway, <laughs> and it's the story of the... Uh, Good quiz, by the way. Yes, thanks. There you go. I told you this would be a game, <laughs> games one. Um, yes, this is the true story uh, of the Boston Marathon bombings. Yeah. How long ago was that? That was... two. It was only two years ago, I think. 2013, it was. Really? Yeah, Fuck yeah. It yeah it's gone quick, hasn't it? Um, uh, Mark Wahlberg plays a uh, detective who's been demoted to uh, just you know like you know got to be in uniform just doing uniform shit yeah. on, on the day graphic, of the bombing Tra- basically yeah he's basically told go to the marathon and he said look I'm a detective here and they said well look this is you've, I don't know what he'd done he's done something and John Goodman's his boss and he said well look do this one thing just do this marathon uh, yeah John, John Goodman's in it yeah oh, yeah wicked. John Goodman Kevin Bacon's in it um, yeah it's got a good little cast actually uh, let me just quickly run through it. Oh, you've got J- J.K. Simmons as well. And uh, Michelle Monaghan. Good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, it's, there you good, go. Good little cast. Good that. little cast, yeah. So he, he plays like a traffic cop on the day of, of the of the uh, Boston bombings. And and what it does, it's, it's told from uh, all different angles of the people involved uh, without the bombing. So you've got a detective who, J.K. Simmons, uh, plays the sheriff of... Uh, it's all cold water which is on the outskirts of Boston where the actual final shootout took place between the bombers and them so you see him going about his day every now and again just seeing what he's doing saying like his wife get you know in there yeah. can I just say that American towns have got excellent names oh they've got the best names haven't hope they hope and pleasant hill <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, cold water yeah. like, we get Leighton Stone <laughs> Temple yeah Hackney Hackney yeah, yeah. <laughs> Was it uh, uh, freezy water? <laughs> freezy water, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so you get to see people going about their their daily bit, and you get to see the terrorists what they're doing. The two brothers that sit in the home, you know, waiting for their moment to actually go. Yeah. And it's kind of almost shot in a documentary style, very quick cut scenes of all these people doing a certain different things. It's kind of Peter Berg's mo, though. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, and, and it's it's really well directed. And what it does, I'm not sure whether it. it I'm I'm pretty sure. He actually uses fat footage, CCTV footage from the actual event itself, and and really? and cuts that into the film. So you, it, it, it adds a lot of realism mm. to, to the events that unfold. Um, it's a bit unsettling. Yeah, uh, this this film, I was I wasn't expecting it to be. I don't, do you know what? All I knew about this film, no, about the story, was that two people blew up a load of people at the marathon. They went on the run. The police shot and killed one of them and one of them hid in the boat for a day and they surrounded the boat and they got him out okay. of the boat that's all I remember but what really happened the shootout with these two terrorists was fucking unbelievable the actual shootout they were like throwing bombs they blew up a whole street 
Really? With uh, uh, pipe bombs and stuff. The police were just in fucking shell shock with how many bombs they were throwing, blowing up police cars, houses. It's incredible. And, and for that, it was like, wow, I didn't know it was like this. And what was good as well is Mark Warmer plays this cop and I was thinking, I hope he's not going to be there for everything. Like the FBI, Kevin Bacon's head of the FBI and he sort of says like, fucking hell man what are you doing here kind of thing I'm like oh, please don't be the one where Mark Wahlberg's the hero of everything because it yeah, didn't yeah. happen like that I'm sure you know a traffic cop didn't save the day we'd know it yeah we'd, we'd have heard about it and it, and luckily it doesn't go down that route he's there all the time but you see what he's doing so he will be there at the final scene but he's not the hero he's just you see it through his eyes as a mm. traffic cop who's, who's there at the scene yeah which was which was good it was refreshing because I didn't want him to be the great big hero of yeah. the thing uh, J.K. Simmons is excellent, obviously, um, and and it just goes through. It's just very procedural about exactly the events that unfolded, uh, how they set up, how the FBI set up after the bombings to try and find them, the mistakes that were made, how the bombers uh, found out, what they went through when they went on the run, what they tried to do. They took a Chinese kid hostage and stole his car and. And it's just a really fascinating story, which I never, I never knew enough about it. Mm. And this film opens up that that whole event to you, and you're like, "Fucking hell!" That was, no wonder they made this film because it's a hell of a story to tell. Yeah. Um, so it's really entertaining. Very sad. I mean, you know, there's no, you know, it's getting away from the fact that these, these, these. One of them put a bomb next to a baby's chair. There was a, yeah. a, a pram, and he just put the bomb next to the pram. I mean, it's some shocking. There's some shocking footage, real and and actual root CCTV footage of the mm. of the event unfold. Um, it's just a really interesting true story. Okay. Yeah. I mean, what what would you liken it to in film form? Well, uh, the the film I always I was liking it to was United ninety three. Okay. Um, which is about the plane. That's the, Peter Berg as well, is he not? <laughs> I think it's, no, it's Paul, Paul Greengrass, Greengrass isn't it? Yeah, it's Paul Greengrass. Yeah. It was Paul yeah, Greengrass. Yeah, I'm sure right? it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, I likened it to that because it just seemed the level... I mean, I, I love United 93, which is a t- strange thing to say. Yeah. But I remember reading about the level of detail, uh, everything that was said on the phone conversations with, with loved ones, and that was verbatim. Yeah. Uh, the newspapers they were reading were the exact newspaper they were oh, reading. Oh, yeah. Like, it, it, was, was, it was absolutely, absolutely exacting, as it? exact yeah. as they yeah. could possibly make that film. And I think this has gone down that route and taken taken that, that mould and said, right, we're going to make a film that is not going to glor- glorify anything. Yeah. It's going to just tell the the bare bones of the story through everyone's eyes, through the FBI, through, uh, you know, people who were involved with the bomb, uh, the making of the bomb, just people who got blown up in the bomb. It just, you know, it just tells the story of exactly what happened. And, uh, yeah, that's what I would liken it to, 1993, for that, for cool. that reason. Yeah. Have you seen uh, World Trade Center? No, I haven't. No, like, that is excellent. Is it good? Is yeah, it? That's Oliver good. Stone, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'll have to watch that. But it's got Nick Cage in. It's good, Nick Cage. Is it good? It's Nick Cage? Excellent, Nick Cage. Oh, okay, cool. Okay. Yeah, it really is. Um, okay, well, I'm I'm switched on to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what would you give it? I'll give it eight out of ten. Good. I, I, I enjoyed it, which is funny. You shouldn't enjoy something like that, but you know, oh, it was... it's a piece of entertainment, mate. Yeah, you, you're yeah, really yeah. allowed to okay, enjoy yeah. it. Uh, two review. Truly horrific. Good stuff. Well, not really, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, so that's Patriot's Day, available now. Yeah. Uh, to get, I, I'm on board with yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. I'm to- I've been dying to it, watch it this. It put me off because after you gave uh, Deepwater Horizon such a such a caning. Although now I've watched this, I'm kind of tempted to go back and watch Deepwater Horizon. You should do. Yeah, I might do. You should I might do. Well do. Uh, Deepwater Horizon is actually, uh, 
it kind of links into what we're about to talk talk about now, which is uh, the finest hours, ah. which stars uh, uh, Captain Pine himself, uh, Chris Kirk. Um, oh, big face! Yep, Scattershot uh, Foster, Ben favourite. Um, <laughs> I've had a beer. Oh, you have had a few beers, haven't you? <laughs> uh, Casey Affleck, Blimey. Uh Eric Banner. Uh, it also stars. Uh, it's got some good character actors in there. Uh, Carl, uh, Kyle Gallner is in there. Uh, John Magnano, uh, Graham McTavish, who you recognise yeah. from uh, the, the Game of the Thrones, uh, and a, a whole bunch of other. And the, the the fat guy was receptionist in ER. Remember right. Abraham okay. uh, Burundi or Ben Ruby. Never seen ER. Have you not seen ER? Mm. ER's great. One mm. of the it's got one of the best uh, single episodes. The Tarantino one. Uh, no. no, that's not all that. Oh, okay. It was a sing- it was an episode that focused on really tangentially um, George Clooney's character. I think he might have even directed it, where basically his character uh, rescued some kids from uh, a storm drain, and it's one of the best hours of television really? I've ever seen. You could just watch it on its own; it's yeah. terrific. Anyway, uh, the finest hours is apparently a true story um, about a coast guard rescue in uh, 1952. Okay. Um, on uh, the sort of east coast of New England, so around the uh, Nantucket region, sort of thing. Um, and to give the uh, uh, IMDb synopsis, it is, and I'll do my IMDb voice now. Mm-hmm. <coughs> ready? I'm ready. In February of 1952, one of the worst storms to ever hit the East Coast struck New England, damaging an oil tanker off the coast of Cape Cod and literally ripping it in half. <laughs> On a small lifeboat, faced with frigid temperatures and 70-foot high waves, four members of the Coast Guard set out to rescue more than 30 stranded sailors strapped aboard the rapidly sinking vessel. Nice. Um, That's it, really. Sounds so good. Sounds like a a boy's own adventure. And that's essentially what it is. You've got um, Chris Pine being, uh, being handsome and naive. Uh, and he a bit, does that so well. He does. He's very do-goody in this. Yeah. Uh, and they, they, they do reference the fact that he's a bit boring and handsome. I think that's Chris Pine. <laughs> kind of. I don't know. I've got time. <laughs> you, you've seen, I, love, I love Chris Pine. Have you, you, you've seen Horrible Bosses too? No, no, I haven't. No, no, no. Oh, it's cracking. You should watch Is it. Is it? Okay. Yeah, he's brilliant in that. Okay. Um, so you've got him as like the Coast Guard boy, essentially. Um and uh, so that's his story, and it's about him and uh, Ben Foster and there are other few people in their <coughs> in their crew going out to rescue these geezers. Right, and you've got Casey Affleck and um, uh, Graham McTavish, who are kind of the leaders on the boat. Yeah, uh, that's stuck in the this like dreadful storm. Uh, now, very quickly, you get the two sides of the story. So you've got Chris Pine being there, and he's going through his, his like office. Essentially, he's like. I guess you'd call it a like dock, yeah, kind of thing. And Eric Banners, he's like arsehole captain who doesn't know what he's doing. It's classic, like he does know what he's doing, but somehow he's in command. Yeah, yeah. And he's like telling them to do things. Like, oh, you go out and do this. He's like, but if we go out there, we'll die. And he's like, well, uh, go out and do it anyway because I told you. And they're like, all right then. Like, like you wouldn't just say, go fuck yourself, Hulk. We were in enough trouble as it is. Yeah, exactly. It's like, this is a really bad storm. No one's ever done, no one's ever done this before. No one's ever got past this, like this break thing. I make a big point of it. I say, no one's ever got past the boonies or whatever it is um, and lived. Mm. And he's like, give it a a go. And they're like, (laughs) but but we'll die. And he's like, 
give it a go. Just just try. Yeah. You, you can only but try. There's there's no I in try. <laughs> but there's a you in come. <laughs> um and the other side of the story is, is Casey Affleck and, he, and his band of people uh, on the on one of the oil rigs. There's, there's the two oil rigs. Big storm. Little spoiler here. It rips them both in half. Right. Unprecedented. And that actually happened. Right. Uh, and it ripped both of these oil tankers in half. Yeah. One of them just gone. Uh, one of them was in a particular place where the Coast Guard could get out to them. So the majority of the Coast Guard got out and went off to rescue these other geezers. Mm. This other one split up. But there was because it broke up in a particular place, there was it just disappeared off the radar. Right. So Eric Banner goes to uh, Captain Kirk. You go sort it out. Go find these geezers, uh, and that's where this thing. And he's like, "Well, I can't with the with the death and the impending doom, <laughs> and with the having never been done before." Uh, and he's like, "Go do it." So he's like, "Okay, you've told me to do it. I'll do it." So he's always by the numbers, always yeah, by the book, yeah. sort of thing. Now he's got a uh, a girlfriend there who is played by Holiday Granger. Now, if okay. any any of you have seen the um, uh, Cinderella film, the live action Cinderella, oh, okay. she plays one of the ugly sisters in that. Right, but she's lovely. She's absolutely gorgeous, um, and she plays his like unusually headstrong for the nineteen fifties girlfriend. Yeah, like she asks him to marry him, and he, she's all like going up to his boss and giving him shit and stuff, uh, which is like completely uncouth for a lady of the age. Um, but she she's there like fighting the good fight on the on the shore, and Chris Pine's going out and he's he's gonna rescue him. He's gonna try his best, and he's got to go over these big waves and stuff. And he's got his little skeleton crew on a little shitty boat. I mean, a fucking it's like a rug, <laughs> rubber dinghy sort really? of thing. It's a tiny little boat oh. with some geezer sat in the front in a hole, like just like for no reason. Like he's got a spotlight and he's in a hole at the front of this boat. <laughs> and it's just like, and they're going over these like massive, like seventy hundred foot waves. So I think um, now this is this is one of my problems with this film. Okay, and I'm going to go over the good and the bad. One of my problems is this that it never feels dangerous. Oh, okay. Oh, that's a problem. They're, they're, they're on this boat, and this boat is shit. It's like you and I made it, Colin. Yeah. And, and it, <laughs> they get through every wave. Like he's, someone loses their hat. <laughs> like that. that not my hat no he actually says that <laughs> because I lost my favourite hat he's like fucking Steve Zahn in Sahara um, <coughs> Dirk uh, Pitt Dirk Pitt my brother there's your two word review um, so uh, you know it never feels dangerous in that in that front the other thing is the sound mixing because clearly they're just on a, 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 a sound stage with someone chucking a bucket of water over them. Yeah. They're not in the sea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's an easy way of, uh, of, of establishing that is because you can hear every single thing they say. There's no wind noise under their vocals. Oh, right. The sound mixing is really awful. In oh. this. Yeah, and it really takes me out. It really took me out of it. I was like, they are not there. They're on a sound stage. They, they are clearly on a... And it doesn't look like... It just... Nothing matches. Yeah, yeah. Now, it's not to say that the effects in this film are bad, because they're not. They're excellent. Like, all the water stuff is brilliant. It's where they mix the practical with the, the digital. Yeah. And it's not that you can see the seams. It's just that it doesn't match. Um, and that's really dangerous. That must take it. must take everything away from the film. If it's well, not dangerous. Exa- exactly. It's a disaster movie. With no we, disaster. We, 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 there is a disaster, but there's no like. There's no danger. Yeah, yeah. It, there's there's nothing to feel that someone is going to get hurt from this yeah. when they're on the on the water. The very interesting stuff is when it switches to the boat 
the, the big oil tanker. Yeah. And it's an excellent scene where someone realises the scope of the sort of injury to the vessel. Um which I'm not going to spoil because it's really well executed mm. and it's 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 almost worth seeing the film alone for that because right, okay. it's a proper like oh shit yeah really really good moment um, but from then on within the ship it's purely engineering solutions to the problem that they have right uh, and I've read up about it and this is they they played fairly close to the to what actually happened and fair dues to these these guys because it's like terrifying stuff yeah yeah you're, you're like, if you fuck up you're dead yeah and in the worst possible way drowning and being pummeled against metal and yeah, stuff yeah. or burning and drowning at the same time like dreadful um and all, all that Casey Affleck has to do it's a little bit of sort of mutiny aspect to it but that that's quickly washed over no pun intended um <laughs> but it's all about him working out how to get the, how to keep that ship afloat with absolutely no idea that they're ever going to be rescued, but just to keep going because that's the only hope they have. So it's like, what do I do? I need to rig a tiller up. How do I do that for a fucking oil tanker? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, steel girders. What do we do? How, how can we stay afloat? Let's run aground. Let's do this. Let's do it. That, that sounds other. interesting, that part of it. And it really is. It absolutely is. And it's executed really well. Casey Affleck is really good in this. Um, he's got he's got a quiet resolve to him. Yeah. And he's got a very 1950s kind of look at him as he look and the way that he acts and the way that he holds himself as well he like he sort yeah. of he sort of falls into these kind of like quirky positions <laughs> like like it was, it, like the way that he speaks on the radio instead of just like picking up the radio he'll sit down and he'll cross his legs like the ship's blowing up around him he'll sit down he's cross his legs and he'll pick up the radio and hold one to his ear and he's like yeah so I'm doing this and blah 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 blah, blah, blah. which is <laughs> yeah, in my yeah. mind that's how yeah. someone would act in yeah that, that's you know? it a captain would do that kind of yeah, stuff yeah but he's not even a captain he's like, he's like a head of engineering sort right. of thing Oh, okay. Um, so it's all about him applying innovative solutions to like, engineering solutions to the problem. Yeah. Just in the hope that someone will get because they don't even know that, that anyone's uh, coming that, for him. That Captain Kirk's coming up for him. Um, should have beamed him up. Should 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 have beamed him up. Um, yeah, uh, and I don't know it, it, the the whole aspect that it doesn't feel dangerous really takes it away and, and you get halfway through, well you get like fucking most of the way through the film and no, no one's died no yeah. one's really like someone someone hurt their arm that's it and it's there is a there there, there is a death in this I'm not, and I'm absolutely not spoiling anything by, by saying this um, but it almost feels like a token right okay like a gimme <clears throat> yeah, for yeah. that like oh we had to put one in there <laughs> yeah, to, yeah. to sort of underline it yeah. it's like we well, didn't really I would have been I would have kind of preferred it if you didn't yeah um, in the long run it's um, it's an interesting film. It's got a good cast. Everyone's really good in it. Cool. Everyone's really good in it. The effects are really good. It's not brilliantly made. Yeah. If that makes sense. Sounds like they spent more money on the cast than the than the absolutely. Production. And do you know what? It's money well spent. Yeah. If yeah. if they hadn't, it would have been straight to video. It really would have been. Um, it's got a lovely uh, postscript to it. Where they show the actual people, oh, okay, cool. Who are much less good looking than I they bet. are in this yeah. film. Much better, like, like fair dues to them. I mean, it's, it's a Hollywood cast, so like they're all going to be beautiful. But um, it's it's a good, it's a good, it's a it's a good film. Badly executed. It's really interesting. Yeah, okay. I I I, I find it difficult to recommend it on its merits. <laughs> But I, I do want to recommend it because I want to it's talk to... It's an interesting to, story. It's an interesting curio, completely. Yeah, and it's, yeah. a good, it's a good story. It's not a great story. Yeah. Like, let's face it. I mean, <clears throat> we're talking about the Coast Guard. There must be 
fucking thousands of stories like yeah, this. Yeah. I mean, surely not where like two ships got split off, but you only find out half the story. Right. Like because like you don't know about one of them. It's just like, oh no, we, we only made we got a couple of them, but the rest of them died. Great, okay. Completely skips over. Yeah. Do I want to know about that story? Probably not. Yeah. But it's it it, it, it colours the fact that there is another story there that this one tells, that this this film tells. And um yeah, it just it just doesn't it's just like oh and everyone got back. <laughs> like that. and you're like okay well great well done yeah. and it says about like in the postscript that you know this is a it's still maintained that this is the greatest coast guard Rescue. thing ever yeah. like, but is it is it black hawk down yeah is it like i don't know name some other films like that name some other stories like that i'll run out uh, a bridge too far. A bridge too far. Uh, yeah, uh, like is it, is it the um, Dan like, Buster's Escape from Alcatraz? Is it the Dan Buster? No, I mean it's not a war film. It's it's you know a, a war against nature it's sort Jaws. of thing. Is it Jaws? Yeah, fifty men went in the water. I mean, Quint. Nineteen forty-three. Yeah, USS Indianapolis. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's another Nick Cage film, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I haven't seen it yet. No, I haven't seen I it. I say yet. yet. I watched The Rock today. Oh god, that film's awful, isn't it? Shut up. It is awful. The Rock. I, hand on heart I think is up there in the top five it's action up, films ever made really yeah it's the oh. most stupid film his wife <laughs> because I think it's his wife brilliant <laughs> uh, anyway uh, this is uh, the, so, yeah go on marks the, out of 10 marks out of 10 for the finest house I'll yes. give it a 7 a very low okay. 7 okay Colin. fair enough but I, I do want people to watch Sounds it interesting it, it's totally the sort of film that people will skip over I do want people to watch it because I want to talk to people about it okay I want to see what people think um, and your two-word review? Uh, wet dream. <laughs> wow! <laughs> I would never have guessed you were going to say that. Well, Colin, okay. I'm, I'm a man of constant sorrow. <laughs> <laughs> don't know what I don't know what I mean by that. Um, well, that's the finest hours available now. It's on. Uh, it's on uh, television. It's on the box. It's on the box. Yeah, it's, it's on Sky. It's uh, on Sky. It's, it's, on Sky. Right. it's been on Sky for quite okay. some time. Uh, it, it's on if it's a Saturday afternoon and there's no Formula One qualifying to watch, <laughs> or indeed women's golf. Uh, then uh, then give it a shot. So that is a golf without a ball. Golf without a ball. Colin, Dallin, you've seen a film. I have. I've seen um, a nasty little film called Brimstone. Yes, uh, it's directed by Martin Callhaven. Cool Harvin, who's a, a, a Dutch fella. Sounds it. Um, and it stars Guy Pearce and Dakota Fanning. I didn't know Guy, Guy Pearce was in this. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he, he plays... Uh, well, Dakota Fanning is a mute woman in uh, the Wild West. Mm. Or Western. I think it's Virginia. I think they're in Virginia. Um, sort of like the 1800s. And okay. she's, she's married to like a farmer. And she's, like I said, she's mute. So she's all uh, hand signals. Yeah. Um Anyway, and one day this preacher turns up who's Guy Pierce, who looks menacing as fuck and he takes over the local church. Right. And straight away she is terrified. Yep. And you don't know why. And she goes back to her husband and says, we need to leave. We need to go now. And he's like, no, no, no. The preacher's fine. Is she subtitled? Yes. Okay. Uh, yes, she is. Um, and and what happens is this this story is told in four parts and they're Bible parts so it'd be Exodus uh, Genesis, um, and what happens is the story flashes back from her childhood. Well, it actually goes back to like ten years before 
than 20 years before mm-hmm. from when she was a kid. And you find out about the relationship this preacher has with Dakota Fanning and why he hasn't just rolled into town. He, he's there for her. He's, he's been after her all right. this time. And then the final chapter uh, goes back to the now and her, her trying to escape from him. Are these, uh, is that a spoiler? No, 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 not at all. No, no, no. Okay. Um, this film is incredibly violent. Wow. I mean, really gruesome. I watched it with Sally. It's two and a half hours long. Uh, Guy Pearce, like I said, he's, he's a, they're, they're Dutch immigrants. Uh, American, a lot of Dutch immigrants. Yes, of course. Yeah. Um, and he is an absolute uh, monster of a preacher who, who you know, it's his way or no way. And he's such a Bible, you know, you know, you were burning hell. Sort of fire and, fire fire and brimstone. brimstone. Yeah, yeah okay. exactly. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, that's exactly what he is. And uh, he's just an absolute force of evil, really. Uh, this film has been likened to Night of the Hunter. Okay. Uh, obviously, again, a preacher coming in and, and, you know, trying to kill it, basically kill everything in his path. Yeah. Um, but like I said, the violence, the violence is horrific. Really, it's, it's it's Sally hated it, absolutely hated it for the violence, and it's all violence against women. It, a lot of people have said this film is very uh, uh, demeaning to women yeah. and, and, and masochistic, and uh, and misogynist, it is sort of thing. yeah, misogynist. That's the word of it, misogynistic, and, and it and it is. You can't. I don't think you could argue that it is. Mm. However, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, like I said, <laughs> it sounds dreadful, doesn't it? Well, no, no. Um, Peter Entertainment. Yeah, um, uh, Kit Harrington is in it as well. He's he, he plays a, a, a little part of a, a, a bandit who hides out in her farm uh, when she's younger. The one thing about a farm is that you need to protect it with your life. Maybe build a wall of ice around it. Get a, get a really pretty uh, ginger girl to do it. I mean, there's That's a, my Kit Harrington impression for the yeah. week. There's, there's one of the one of the chapters is in, is in a brothel, which is particularly uh, unsettling and, and quite disturbing. Really, um, it's two and a half hours long. This film, so it's a, it's a hell of a slog. Beautifully directed. Yeah, really is stunning. Like almost revenant in its in its photography or cinematography. The film with the zombies. The film with the zombies, which I, I bought yeah, yeah, one yeah, blue yeah, yeah, the other day and yeah. sent you a photo. What a buy! What a buy! Do you know what? I, I'll be honest. I was. It wasn't as good as I remember it. No. Yeah, it wasn't as quite as good as I remember it, the Reverend. Still still great, but nowhere near as good as I remember it, which yeah. is a shame, really. Yeah. But never mind. Um, <laughs> any, anyway, yeah. So that Brimstone. could be a prize in the future. Uh, <laughs> yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. That, that and half a disc of GTA V on PS4. <laughs> yeah, and if you win the second Sorry. prize, you could get the other half. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this, this is... This is not for everyone. Sally, like I said, she fucking hated it. Absolutely hated it. It's one of the, it's a Marmite film. This you'll, you'll either really like it or you'll really hate it. I, I really liked it, um, but the violence is definitely good. It's, it's not for the squeamish. It really yeah. is up there with the violence. I mean, what what's what's what is there to like about it? Well, the performances of, of Guy Guy Pearce and Dakota Fanning are, are really e- excellent. Yeah. As well as the cinematography and the, and the pacing of it. The four chapters are, are, are stories within themselves. And because it's told in flashbacks, you get to to see why there is so much terror mm. uh, in, in Dakota Fanning and, and, her, and, and people around her from, from Guy Pearce and what he's done in, in the past to them. Mm. So structure and pacing, it sounds like a well-made film. Oh, it is. It really is. It really is a, a well-made film. But like I said, it's not for everyone. Yeah. So if, if you like violence against women, which <laughs> is what it is really, there's, there really is a lot of violence against women. Oh, no. You, you do... There's sort of uh, guttings and you know 
intestines tied around people's necks and stuff. Jesus. You know, it really is up there. You're like, fuck me. Um, but yeah, it, it, Guy Pearce, you could say he's he's hamming it a little bit, which he is, but he's such an evil character. I don't think there's any other way to play it other than to be a little slightly yeah. bit hammy. I mean, he's got a dodgy Dutch accent in this. I'm always excited by big Guy Pearce performance. Oh, I love Guy Pearce. Can't get enough of Guy Pearce. That's, yeah. that, that's, what, that's what sold me this film. Is his Dutch accent as bad as Steve McLaren's from The Football? It, oh, good God, no! That, that is that is the best Dutch accent I've yeah. ever heard. Yeah. yeah, that is incredible. Oh, we want to play some sexy football, yeah? <laughs> sexy. We want to play the sexy uh, football. The, the football is sexy right I now. I still every now and again I go on YouTube to watch that. If I don't feel that I'm cringing enough, <laughs> and I really want my goosebumps up, I will definitely go on YouTube and watch that Steve McLaren interview. Oh, it's incredibly bad. It's beautiful stuff. But yeah, anyway, yeah. So it's, this is a strong eighteen. Um, it, two and a half hours it's, it's a western it's epic 18 out of 10 yeah 18 out of 10 <laughs> yeah it, you know watch it yeah what, what's your, what is your uh, score out of 10 I'll give it I'll give it a middling 8 I'll okay. give it an 8 cool. yeah I, I really enjoyed it but it's not for everyone understood yeah. two of you gross west very good very Thanks. good yeah. I, I think I am going to check this out yeah. I think I, I, if only for the poster art I think the poster looks terrific it's a great poster that it is, is. Yeah. it sold me yeah, uh, yeah, I just never yeah. got a chance to watch it yeah um now I I've seen uh, two films with the same name. Oh, I've seen two films called Passengers. Oh, okay. Uh, now I'm going to talk very briefly about these as we're bumping up against the hour. Um, the first film is uh, the the recent one, uh, the 2016 uh, yep. film with uh, Chris Pratt and uh, Jennifer Lawrence in. Yes. Uh, the rapey one, as the one seems to say. Everyone, yeah, people have said that. Yeah, uh, it is a story of. Uh, people on a journey to a, a distant planet um, to, to sort of recolonize the planet uh, the, the the journey is supposed to take a, a number of years and Chris Pratt is awakened early uh, and he's bumming about this place on his own for a couple of years I think or at least a year um, and all the other passengers are still asleep there and there's uh, I think thousands of them and um he decides to wake one of them up. He's an engineer, yeah, and decides to. Uh, he picks one. And he picks the prettiest one. Funny that. Funny that, isn't it? There's one that looks like it, Jennifer Lawrence. It's not. It, I mean, we'd all do it. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't pick the fat, ugly man, would you? <laughs> I mean, that'd be me. Be, be, I'd be waking myself up. Be like, <laughs> be, you know, be like, like, I can have Jennifer Lawrence or. Gary, <laughs> Gary or Jennifer. Lawrence. Gary knows chess though. Ch- Gary G- can play chess. Gary can play chess. Gary knows all the words <laughs> to the theme tune to the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah. Jennifer Lawrence, however, is Jennifer Lawrence, and he sings a mean minder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gary can name all of the Care Bears. Jennifer Lawrence, however. <laughs> Is Jennifer Lawrence? Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it's not a hard pick. No, uh, and you know he, he does that. The, 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 everyone said, and I, I think that the main kickback on this film is the people who haven't seen the film. The, the, the whole concept of that is extremely creepy. Yeah. But when you see it, he, you know, he he actually, you know, he, he gets to kind of know all of the people in some respect. Yeah, like all of the other passengers. And um, whilst he, you know, obviously he, he picks a really gorgeous girl, mm. um, 
he, he does so because of the fact that he, he's watched all her videos and oh, okay. uh, sounded a bit more creepy. Yeah, uh, a bit. Like, like he, he, he'd done that for everyone. Right, okay. Sort of thing, you know, and he'd, he, because he had nothing else to do and there was a, a slight level of psychosis there, which you'd expect from someone who's got like hyper-extensive cabin fever. Yeah, yeah. Um, How long has he been on his own for? Then? Oh, like, it's over a year. Oh, okay. Like, right. on this ridiculous, massive ship. Yeah. yeah with, like basic rations because he's like a like fucking steerage passenger so he gets like porridge in the morning and porridge at night sort of thing um, and and he hasn't got access to anywhere right okay. so when she wakes up she's like quite high end oh, okay. so she gets access to the whole menu and stuff she's like oh uh, I'll have my dinner now and she looks through the menu and it's like oh I can have like a tiramisu and this that and the other and he's like <gasps> God, a tiramisu it's dessert <laughs> Who the fuck are you? Michael Winner, back to sleep. <laughs> Bang! Gary, get me some steak. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Should have woken Gary up. He had the access to the M&Ms. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like, it, it, there's a relationship. And it's a, it's a little, you know, it is a little bit creepy. Yeah. But it's not sketched over at all because, you know, it's explored within the, oh, the realms okay, of right. the film. So she's kind of like, this is a bit creepy. Well, I mean, I'm not giving too much away. Okay. But the whole the whole point is that the ship is slowly like fucking up. There's no right. this is not aliens. This is nothing like that. Something happened and the ship is breaking. Right. Okay. Um, now I will say that the ship is wonderfully designed. It feels yeah. very similar to something like you'd find in Mass Effect. Yeah. For video game fans, um, it's got a very glossy sheen to it. Uh, and it, and as as the as things start fucking up, it decays in such a way that you think, yeah, well, I mean, that, that's kind of cool. Yeah, like shit, like like gravity turns off and that. Now I must say, as a as as someone who kind of knows a little bit about like space physics and stuff, uh, or astrophysics, it's all completely implausible. Right. Okay. Right. So don't think too much about it. Just yeah, look, yeah. At, look, Just at, look at look at look at the look at the pretty stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so all, all, it does things for the sake of entertainment. And that's fine. It is entertaining. It's a it's a it's a decent film. You've got some other people in it as well. I'm not going to say too much. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it all falls together in a, in a fairly decent. Is it quite package. well paced. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's 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 a, it's a brisk film. It's not it's not 17 it? hours long. Okay, good. Uh, Chris Pratt's pretty good in it. It's a it's a good like it's a good Pratt. change of. Uh, he's not just playing. Like he's goofy, like, like Chris, charming, like a goofy, charming, handsome man. Yeah, yeah. There's like, a bit more to him in this. Yeah, it? a little bit. It, it, just because there is that creepy element to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's a little bit of a conflicted character. Okay. It's interesting for that purpose. Now, I think you'd enjoy it. Oh, okay, cool. It, it's you know, it's not it's not going to win any awards, but um, which we know because the uh, Academy Award quite yes. quite quite uh, k- kindly sent us a copy. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's 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 just an enjoyable thing. It's it's a good Saturday night flick. Okay, cool. And you can quite happily watch it with misses. Don't worry too much about the the creepy rapey stuff. Yeah, because oh, I might enjoy it's, that. It's not it's not creepy rapey. Okay, okay. I'll watch Brimstone for that. <laughs> watch Brimstone for that. Um, yeah, it, it, it's it's all right. Cool uh, for me. Uh, for Passengers Number One, it is. Uh, it's a it's a strong seven. Cool, okay, yep. wicked. I'm up for that. Right, Passengers number two. Yeah. This is a film starring uh, Anne Hathaway and Patrick Wilson. Uh, this nice. also this, this has got a nice little cast in it, actually. It's, uh, Anne Hathaway, Patrick Wilson, David Morse. Always good. Love David Morse. Yeah, excellent in The Rock. Rock, yeah. Well, um, okay. it, uh, Andre Brower. 
okay. uh, who you'll recognise. Uh, I'm going to show you a picture and you'll go, oh, yeah. Um, that, that geezer. Oh, yeah. Now from The Mist. From The Mist. Yeah, from The Mist. From, from all of the Stephen King adaptations. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Homicide, Life on the Street. Uh, <laughs> Diane Weist is in it as well. Uh, Claire Duval, um, who's uh, judici- judiciously underused. Uh, and uh, Claire Horstall, you'll recognise, but you will not know her name. Uh, and this is the story of uh, a grief counsellor who's working with uh, some people who uh, who are survivors of a plane crash. Mm. Uh, and, you know, sh- she's just trying to help them through the trauma of, yeah. of being in a plane crash. Now, there's, a, there's a, a handful, I think there's like six of them, six or seven of them, um, but one of them, Patrick Wilson, is not like, all, oh no, I've been in a plane crash. <laughs> he's like, it's like, yeah, I've been in a plane crash. Yeah, yeah, no, he's he's like, he's exultant, he's joyful. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. Uh, that he know, survived it. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, he's, he's not like manic in the kind of like ah kind of way. He's just like, <laughs> he's just like, I this is this is not a problem. Like this is fucking brilliant. Like I, I, I'm, I suddenly feel full of life and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't seem traumatized by it at all. Um, and, and this tells the story of uh, her relationship with Patrick Wilson, um, with Anne Hathaway's relationship with Patrick Wilson, and how she uh, talks to you know deals with him and his reaction to this. Right now, she's got some other shit going on, and there's some other like shady shit going on around it. Like people start showing up to her um, therapy sessions. And some of her patients start disappearing and things like that. And it's all about what's what's really going down. Yeah? What's yeah. really going down with this story. Now, this is an odd duck, this story, yeah. this film. Um, it starts off quite obvious. And what I've just told you is, is like, you know, is <coughs> the general synopsis of the story. If you were to look on IMDb, that is what it would say. And that is indeed what it does say. But it goes off in a couple of other directions, and I feel that it's um, how to put this. It's almost as if they were making it up as they went along. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But at some point they got they did that for so long and they thought, oh no, we got an idea now, and then they filled in the gaps later on. Right. Like, to, and then sort of like cut it in at the beginning. Sort Does it of thing. work then? Does it work? Yes and no, Colin. Uh, it's ham-fisted. As I say, it's a little bit forced, the thing that they do. I want to see that Marvel hero. Ham-fist. Ham-fist. <laughs> Richard Herring. Uh, has, uh, Herring-fist. Uh, tangentially. Ha- has a very interesting question I'm going to ask you now. It's one of his emergency questions on his podcast, the uh, <laughs> Richard Herring uh, Leicester Square Theatre podcast, yeah, yeah. where he asks, would you rather have a, ham, uh, a hand made of ham yep. or an armpit that secretes sun cream? Now the ham, the hand. If you eat it, yeah. it will regenerate. Oh, okay. Um, eventually, yeah. not immediately, but it will. Uh, it is made of ham, and the armpit. You could basically get like enough for yourself out of it. You couldn't create an industry from it. <laughs> so you'll never burn. Okay. Or you could have. Oh, I have the hand of ham. Please. The hand of ham. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, I'll eat, eat ham all day long. Lovely. Really? Yes. Question asked. Question answered. <laughs> you? Um, me. I don't go in the sun, I'm ginger. I'll just burn whatever I've gone. I would prob I do you know I'd probably go with a hand of ham as well. I yeah. like a ham I, I pretty much have a ham sandwich every day. Yeah, me too. 
Yeah, yeah there you go. Oh, just mate. slice, slice a hand. Ham you off. ever really? You ever had sandwich every day? Yeah, definitely. Oh, this is what it feels like when doves cry. <laughs> yeah, every day. I, I have a, a tomato. I found another one. Have a tomato. <laughs> yeah, I've got a tomato in it. <laughs> you absolute animal. <laughs> you heathen. <laughs> ham and pickle or nothing, Colin. <laughs> oh, I like ham and pickle as well. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Fucking hell. <laughs> Put the knife down, love. <laughs> You're not making a sandwich. This now. is this is, uh, this is some purple rain shit going down now. Um, yeah, so uh, it's it, it's it's ham fisted. It's uh, a, a little bit uh, sickly. Yeah, it's some kind of like 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 saccharin, yeah. really. Um, but it's it's such a weird film. Colin yeah. it's so strange it really is like they made it up as they were going along <laughs> it's got a kind of I, I don't want to say M. Night Shyamalan kind of okay. twist to it but it's got a kind of twist to okay. it like M. Night Shyamalan would do okay. um, but it's 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 worth watching it's on Netflix oh, okay uh, Patrick Wilson's wicked in it I love Patrick Wilson I do as well it, uh, can, can we just can we reclassify him yeah oh, with friend of Scattershot Patrick Wilson oh Scatter's your favourite okay Scatter's your favourite Patrick Wilson. Okay. I don't think I've I, I don't think I've seen the thing that I don't like him in. No, no, no. That no. I don't like him in. Yep. Um Yeah, it's it, it's really odd. And Anna Hathaway is radiant yeah, in this yeah, film. I like Anna Hathaway. She she is terrific. But um So what's your marks out of ten? Marks out of ten for this it's a six. Okay. It's a strong six, but it's you know, it's called Passengers. And it's on Netflix. And it's on Netflix. Okay. Give it a shot. Okay. Right, very quickly. Before we go, we're going to do some housekeeping. Mm-hmm. And this is proper fucking two cartridges in the barrels, scatter shot, <laughs> full on housekeeping. I'm nice. going to go first. Go. Uh, right. I've seen The Girl on the Train. Yes. Uh, it is rubbish. Okay. Uh, it is uh, a really poorly made film. Oh, is it? Uh, all the performances in it are trash. Oh. It telegraphs the ending from about the 20 minute mark. It's over long. Overboring, avoid at all costs. Oh, if anyone disagrees with me, um, please do let me know why. Um, <laughs> I've seen The Accountant starring Ben Affleck. Yeah. Actually, really, really good, good film. Yeah, I yeah. really enjoyed it. Uh, I, I wish I'd had uh, more time to review it, but uh, good performance from Ben Affleck uh, and all involved. Nice. Good little story. Great action. Um, as a data geek, as I am, uh, it, it puts that kind of semi autistic. Shit going on, although he is full, full blooded autistic in this. Full blown autistic. Yeah, yeah. He's got the full blown autism. Um, <laughs> yeah, straight down, he's wicked in it. Uh, plays it really flat, right, but okay. in, in a really good way. Yeah, yeah. Good, a big fan of this film. It's a straight out eight out of ten for cool. me. Um, I saw Arrival, the uh, Amy Adams. Yeah. Uh, Shame she wasn't Oscar nominated film. Yeah, yeah, I can't uh, believe it. Terrific, absolutely loved it. It's a strong nine out of ten. Yeah, I loved it for while. me. It is a cracking piece of art. Um, Denny Villeneuve needs to do more films yeah, all definitely. the time. What's the next thing he's doing? He's doing something. Uh, Blade Runner. Oh, is he doing Blade yeah, Runner? Yeah, he's doing Blade Runner. Can't wait for that. Yeah, That's going to be excellent. Um, <clears throat> I saw Nocturnal Animals. Yes, fully agree with everything you said, Colin. It is Should a have been ten it. out of ten it's film. Incredible, for me. Isn't it? I absolutely adored it. I'm going to be revisiting it for yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a, a true work of art. Yeah, um, can't believe it weren't nominated for best picture. It no, it, it, sh- it should have won. Yeah, should have won best picture. Um, and uh, I, I, I absolutely adore it. Good, um, excellent. Uh, the girl sits behind me at work. I, I got her to watch it as well, and she absolutely fell in love yeah. with it as well. So it is a phenomenal piece of work. 
Uh, da, 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 I watched Operation Avalanche, okay, which is a uh, film which is essentially about the fictitious uh, film that shows the moon landed in 1966. Yeah. Essentially, the story is that they couldn't do the moon landing, so this is how they would have faked it. Right, okay. Um, and it, it's got interesting stuff with like Stanley Kubrick, where there's a whole theory about where Stanley yeah, Kubrick yeah, made the, did, yeah, did the yeah. thing, and they show how, like, how they stole the ideas off of him as to how to do all the camera tricks, yeah, okay. which is very clever, very interesting. Uh, it's got some other shit wrapped around it. Uh, <laughs> it's it's a seven out of ten. Cool. Where is uh, that? Is that on Netflix at all? Uh, no. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> and uh, that's about it. Okay. Cool. What you got? Uh, I've got. Uh, I've just got two. I've got uh, the Final Girls, which okay. is uh, which is on Netflix, which is a great little film. It's um, uh, thirty years to the day. Uh, they're showing a. Uh, it's almost like Friday the Thirteenth, like a cult classic from thirty years. The, so they're showing at local theatre and a girl goes along whose mum starred in the film but unfortunately died in a car crash a couple of years before she doesn't really want to go but one of her friends says look I'm promoting this film please if I can get you to come being the daughter of the main star with yeah. loads of people turn up so she begrudgingly goes along to do her friend a favour as they're sitting in the cinema watching the film a fire starts out at the back of the cinema and to escape the flames they cut a hole in the, in the screen to escape it and they actually end up in the film Sounds rubbish, right? But Sounds they, pretty good to me. Right? So they're in the like slasher, like I think it's like Camp Blood, is this film instead of like you know uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Camp Crystal Lake. Is yeah, it? yeah. So it's called Camp Blood, and all of a sudden they're Should in. Should have this... done that in your quiz last week. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, I would have got that. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> so there they are in this eight nineteen eighties film, and they know exactly what's going to happen, and they try and and obviously her mum's in the film again, who she hasn't seen because obviously she's dead. So it's got a real nice sort of heart to it of her trying to keep her mum alive. In, in the film and obviously trying to keep herself alive from this mad manic you know slasher mm. uh, thing really good little gem of a, of a horror film it is it's got a lot of heart in it sounds like a cross between Pleasantville and Frequency yes yep yeah, yep yeah. and Friday the 30th and Friday the yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. really good that's on uh, that's on Netflix definitely worth checking I'm gonna out watch the that. Final Girls I'm you'll really it. like it yeah, yeah, I'm especially if you're into your, if you you know deep into your horror you like all your 80s horrors and ways it's, mm. it's a right ode to that as well um, and the other one is The OA uh, again on Netflix, a, a series. You've you've just said you just started watching. You've seen one episode. I, I didn't start watching it. Well, I did start watching it. I started watching it when uh, I realised that I had enough space on my phone to um, <laughs> to download things right like from from Netflix. So I started that, and I recently purchased an excellent pair of noise cancelling headphones. Nice, because I've got a bunch of noisy cunts around me at work. So uh, <laughs> I switched. I, sw- I put my headphones on. And I switch to noise cancelling, and I get beautiful silence. Lovely, and it's. Incredible, best thing I've ever bought. Um, anyway, I realised that there's a bit of lag between the um, between my headphones and my phone. Right. And I started watching the OA. I got about twenty minutes in, and um, I uh, was on a packed train. Yeah. A bit of an embarrassing story, and uh, there there was loads of people around me, and there was a sex scene uh, yes. on it. So what I did was I switched off my headphones. To turn it off, pulled your trousers back up. No, but didn't realise that that all that does is it switches off my headphones <laughs> and puts the and puts the sound out of my phone. Lovely. So all I heard, all that came out of my phone was ah ah like that, and I was like, oh god, and I couldn't switch it off. And there was uh, basically like ten seconds, the longest ten seconds of my life wow. of basically porn oh, coming lovely. out of my phone. Brilliant, everyone looked, and, and as soon as it kicks, it was full volume, yeah. of course, because I, I had the volume full out and I controlled it on my headphones. 
And uh, yeah, so everyone looked to me as if I was watching porn. Brilliant. Well, it stars Britt Marlin. <laughs> <laughs> she she comes back after being missing for seven or eight years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she was uh, she was blind, and now she can see. And it's a whole mystery of uh, her telling a, a, a sort of. She gets together a band of a ragtag ba- band of people that she can trust who live in her neighbourhood. Yeah, from students and teachers at the local school, and that. And uh, and she tells a story of how she she got us back and what's happened to her and what she needs them to do because it's a, kind of like a cartet almost from from the dark tower okay and the fact that they have to do something to get her to where she wants to be um it's a brilliant mystery uh, it's really well acted every episode is a cliffhanger and you makes you definitely want it for the next one wow uh i thought the yeah, i was absolutely superb if you've ever seen a brit marlin film you'll know what you're going to get it's her and her husband who who wrote and and he directed i can't remember his name now off the top of my head um they've done a film called the sound of my voice which was excellent uh, did they do hush cult. no they didn't do hush that oh, was no, I think it's hush. People, yeah. yeah um and they've done a film called the east uh, which is about like a, 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 a terrorist cell, but a, a, a terrorist okay. cell, but like, like an American terrorist cell. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, it's really good. Uh, a nine out of ten. Commonly known as a country band. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, nine out of ten. The OA. Absolutely Wicked. superb. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm and gonna, had a fantastic ending as well. I'm going to crack on with that. You'll love it. It's a mystery wrapped in, a, in an enigma. Lovely. Superb. Yes. Is that what you got? That's that's it. That's, that'll do. Excellent. Well. I think that's it. Lovely. I think I think we're done. We're done. We are done. Two big episodes. You lucky this, last week and this week. You lucky, yeah. lucky bastards. Yeah, and and hopefully you've all seen Split and, and yes, uh, and they can go back and listen to our little spoiler. Yeah, and pl- please do uh, just send us messages on the Facebook. We know that you listen, but we don't know that you. Join us in with the <laughs> yeah. fucking Facebook ease. Yeah, Rumble comes on, doesn't he? Rumble talks to us every now and again. Yeah, every, every, every now and again. Nige, a few yeah. others. A few others. We, we Need get some more, though. We do. Uh, well, we'll get some guests on again, I think. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's been a while, isn't yeah. it? Well, I don't think we had a guest for... Um, since Tom, since the 100. Since, yeah, since, since the 100. Yeah, since uh, that was quite some yeah, time ago. Yeah, what's now, yeah. yeah. Jesus. We'll get some. Anyone who, anyone who listens wants to come on, we can do it via Skype. Yeah. Or you can come around to Sketch Your Towers. Yeah, Enjoy we had Richie us. on, didn't we? Cowie, we did. We have to get Richie back. Your on. nemesis from the northeast. <laughs> he, he's very the much my saber tooth to my Wolverine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Thank you for listening to episode uh, 117 of the Scatch Shot. My name has been Alan Porter. <laughs> I'm Colin Briscoe, and uh, it's very late at night, so we will it say good night to you. Uh, see you next time. Bye. Bye.